and welcome back to Unclassical. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Apologies. I actually don't sound that bad right now, but I am getting over flu. So apologies if I sound bunged up because I think I would find that really annoying to listen to. You, you sound <laughs> awful, actually. Could, could, do you want to leave? Do you, this is now a solo podcast. So, anyway. <laughs> Katie, what is the program called that we use to edit this? Bearing in mind, I just told you. <laughs> Good luck with that solo podcast. <laughs> what is it called? You, you made a joke about it and everything. Yeah, but that was like five minutes ago. Do you expect me to retain this kind of information? We used to, I would offer double points for what we used to use as well. We used to use Logic Pro and now we use Audacity. They audacity. There you go. That was the same trick. It's like talking to someone with dementia. I knew it began with an A. <laughs> there you go. So if I typed um, in free audio editing software, A, it might have come mm, up. It, it might have. It might have. Um, I'm, in case you didn't gather, Marsha. I am she. <laughs> I am she. The one who edits. <laughs> the one with final control. <laughs> and, uh... Do you make yourself sound funnier than me? <laughs> it is a solo podcast. You're not in it. <laughs> Imagine if, like, I listen to them back and, like, the last ten episodes, you've just modified my voice to sound like you, so it just sounds like just you doing all talking. It sounded like I was losing the plot. I just chatting to myself. That's true. Or that... What if you change? What if? What if I'm funnier and you took all my lines? Oh my god! Yeah, actually, that would be really funny. <laughs> my skills ain't that good. I don't. I don't think you're. Fu- I am. Fu- I was gonna. Say, I nearly said it wrong. I nearly went. I don't you think said, you like, are. I don't funnier. think you're funny, Marshall. So probably, you know, you might as well. <laughs> you might as well. And I was gonna say I don't think I'm funnier. So don't think. Well. You, don't think it's worth it. Oh no, man! You, you make some cool jokes. No, you are very funny. Yeah, I'm Sometimes not, I, too funny. That's I did. Why a, I changed the lines. <laughs> I did a good one the other day. I was working late. Um, basically just seeing people into the venue doing crowd mm. control and someone asked like so are you okay to like man the front and like crowd control the I front? feel sorry just because mm. I did this last time we talk about our jobs but we don't actually give much context around it so when you say seeing people into the venue what are you doing so I work in a college mm-hmm. and we were doing the principal was doing talks basically welcoming future students and yep. I was standing at the front waving raving for down parents and being like you want to be in there go in there <laughs> Head that way. Um, and then they all told me that the signs were in the wrong place. And I was like, well, you're here, so... Clearly worked a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, um, I'm sure they're all lovely people. If any of you are listening, <laughs> thanks for coming. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, someone asked me, they were like, oh, so are you okay, like, you know, standing at the front, like, manning the crowd and basically doing some crowd control? And I was like, yeah, so what? I went to the gym today, feeling strong. <laughs> Like, got my guns out. Got my guns out. And then one guy was being a bit larry to my colleague. And I was like, oh, he should have got me over there with my guns. I'd have sorted him right out for you. At a college thing. Calm down. Oh, my God. Oh, he was just getting... I mean, I didn't really hear everything. But basically, he was getting pissy because he was like, my daughter. He was basically being our dad. I was going to say, was it dad? <laughs> he was literally our dad being like, my daughter has applied for your college and she hasn't heard a single thing back. And I was like... Did she type right, in the wrong? E- did she have the wrong email address? Yeah. Okay. Then well, that was it. It's not really our fault, is it? We're not psychic, mm. so. 
Mm-hmm. We don't own all the email addresses on the off chance you're yeah. going to mistype something. Literally. I mean, actually, it was actually to do with the different departments. So, like, well, we don't fucking know. <laughs> it's just like the thing was, and then he ended it by being really friendly and it's like why do you have to come in so aggressive <laughs> did this start off with you saying you did something embarrassing no i did something funny i made a joke about being hench oh right 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 oh <laughs> only because <laughs> it, was, it you made had to me be think there. you had to be there guys <laughs> it made me think of something embarrassing i did earlier that i think everyone would like to hear before we get back to the story yeah um yeah so I was walking back to my car and I was on the phone to my boyfriend and I realised my tyre was a little bit flat. And as a devout feminist, I was like, come sort my tyre out for me. Look, (laughs) as a devout feminist, I believe I have enough shit to deal with being a woman. Me too. And that I don't want to have to deal with my fucking car being wrong. And that is a man's job. Yeah, I agree. Or just, you know... I mean, Katie, if you want to sort it out, I'm all down. Like, it doesn't mm. have to be a man, but it doesn't have to be a man. Just not but it's me. Not my but job. I do feel all women have enough on their plate. <laughs> so. All women. If she's a female mechanic, and you know that is her job, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Fair enough. Come at me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like, you know what? We we have to deal with enough. So yeah. That is. If you don't want to deal with problem. your car. Just get someone to do it. So anyway, I was on the phone, and then uh, my boyfriend was like. Um, you know, you can go to Morrison's and do like the air pressure on the air machine there. And I was, and I, so I was on the phone. And she went, "But I'm tired and I need a poo." And of course, a woman was walking by me as I said it. And she's quite an old woman, an old white lady, and she did not look amused. <laughs> Have I told you? Also, I need to also point out that I talked to my boyfriend via a Bluetooth headset that is quite subtle. It looks like a headband. And <laughs> so does. she probably just saw me get to my car and go, but I'm tired and I need a poo. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, what is wrong with the youth of today? <laughs> I was like, she thinks I'm the youth? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I must have told you. Like, I can't remember where I was going, but I was going on a rel- relatively long trip. It was probably down to Devon. Mm. And my boyfriend pointed out, he's like, you probably want to check, like, your tyre pressure, make sure they're all good, check your oil before a long journey. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll be a big grown-up girl. I can check my own oil, I know how to do that. Don't know what to do if it's not right, but, <laughs> yeah. hey, we learn. Um, so yeah, he, I was like, okay, I will check the pressure in my tyres, I'll be a big grown-up girl, I'll do it. But can you just be there so if everything goes horrifically wrong, you're there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the very first tyre... You know they have those little like dust cap yeah. bungs. I dropped it and it just vanished off the face of the planet. <laughs> and so while James went round and did every other tire perfectly, I was losing my mind trying to find this little bung. And then at the end, he was like, "Are you all right?" He came over and found it, and I was just like, "I don't know what happened." <laughs> Enough of my fucking plate is what happened. Yeah. Right. I'm not editing this episode because <clears throat> we don't have time, guys. And the choices are either having an episode today, unedited, or oh, or not having it. Today doesn't mean anything because you're listening to this whenever you're listening to it. But anyway, today, into the story. Well, you're listening to it today, so... Yes, yeah, so I've totally held up my end of the bargain. Yeah, there you go, guys. <laughs> as long as we're all happy. Any- anyway, so firstly, welcome back to the turn of the screw, which I always want to call the taming of the shrew. Mm-hmm. First things first, I wanted to do a little housekeeping and just address mm-hmm. that last week we poked a lot of fun at Henry J. the author for copying old Willy Shakes with the name of the book. We have now <laughs> Willy that... Shakes? Why have I not called him that before? That's excellent. I know, it's such a good name for him. Anyway, yeah. we have now learned that Shakespeare's play is called The Taming of the Shrew. Yep. This book is called The Turn of the Screw. Yep. The only words they actually have in common are of that. 
which my flatmate just but... pointed out to me, makes it just as similar to Lord of the Flies. But it's not because she did say shrew, that it did turn make her think. It did make her think of Taming of the Shrew. It does make you think of Taming of the Shrew, but apparently that's different enough so that he doesn't deserve to have fun poked at him. Mm-hmm. I think it's still similar enough to have fun poked at him, but there we are. <laughs> there you go. Apparently you can't. Right. Anyway, back to the tale. Um, so as we left off last week, Danny was having a stroll in the garden. She saw a mysterious figure. Without a hat, may I add. Clearly not a gentleman. Mm. Um, and she was quite disturbed I forgot he didn't have a hat. He did not have a hat. We'll come back to the hat. Or lack mm. thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Danny doesn't tell anyone about the fellow she saw. and she, But she is deeply disturbed by it nonetheless. I would be. Uh, I'm just going to let you guys know. This is a heavily quoting episode. There's just... As there's lots of passages that I just felt you should hear. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. We had been, collectively, subject to an intrusion. Some unscrupulous traveller, curious in old houses, had made his way in unobserved, enjoyed the prospect for the, from the best point of view, and then stolen out as he came. If he had given me such a bold, hard stare that was but a part of his indiscretion, the good thing, after all, was that we should surely see no more of him. My charming no work... More. No more. My charming work was just my life with Miles and Flora, and through nothing could I so like it as though feeling that to throw myself into it was to throw myself out of trouble. So she's having a... Basically, she's a bit traumatised and freaked out by the whole affair, but luckily Mm. she loves her job. She loves working with the kids, so she's just throwing herself fully into her work, immersing herself fully in that, and she's like, I don't have to worry about it. It was a creepy thing. Let's not poke straws to it. Let's just not think about that ever again because I found it quite distressing. Oh, but should we, like, talk about it? And I try and let's not talk of it again. And also, we're going to come back to this theme in a little bit about her just covering over awkward topics, especially when children are involved. Oh, okay. Safeguarding concerns. You're like, oh, there's a mysterious man on the ground sneaking around. Mm. I just won't mention it. Like, you... And then she's like, I'll just throw myself completely into my work because that's what I love and that's what I'm really good at. Like, you're not clearly that good at your job. You're not raising fucking safeguarding guarding concerns, are you? Fuck you. Exactly. Mm. It's literally like, are we concerned with the children's safety? Is that like your main responsibility? <laughs> and, nah. But that's the thing, because she keeps being like, I'm so concerned that the children might find out and that would be terrible. And you're like, it's going to be a lot worse if you know you don't, you don't tell anyone and he comes in and kidnaps one of them in it. Literally, and you don't tell them to like, oh, if you see a strange man on the ground, you fucking run, Miles, you run. Run miles! Run miles! Run for miles, miles! Run miles! Anyway. Well, if your name's Miles, you know, I thought you'd figure it out. To be fair. And Flora, <laughs> hide in the flora and fauna. You got it, Flora. Duck down. There's a girl. Flora's a terrible name. Do you no think? No offence. I just... It just makes me think of, like... I mean, what I'm about to say is actually my entire fashion sense. I don't know why I'm saying it, but, like, very... F- I don't know, floaty floral dresses. That's a bit wishy-washy, which is in my entire <laughs> style. But uh, well, I don't know. mind it for a dress, but as a person. <laughs> and that's what I mean. It's like, it's a bit empty without the person, in it? <laughs> you're just a dress at the end you're of the just day. A dr- oh, you're you an are. aesthetic. You're just a cottage choristhetic without the substance, so... Mm. Yeah. Anyway, no offence to anyone called, sword, called um, Flora. Said no offence to anyone called Sauna. <laughs> Offensive, your name's called Sauna. Right, come on. <laughs> <coughs> no. 
so anyway, so we get some, um, <clears throat> we get a slight more look into Miles, and if you've seen the Netflix show, you'll know this kid is creepy as fuck. Do you remember he the is Netflix creepy. show? To be He's... fair, I know Flora's meant to be like cute <clears throat> in the show, but she's fucking creepy too. She is, but Miles is gross. He's just, he, oh yeah, he's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He's but... got, um, oh, what's it called? We need to talk about Kevin vibes. Oh my god, he really does. Yeah. We're going to come on to it in a little minute, but I want... Yeah, we're going to just... We're going to just discuss more of um, Miles and his whole situation a little bit. But just as a little side note for everyone. Hmm. Um, I just read the word dishonour. Yeah. And read it as dinosaur and was like, what? <laughs> There's a freaking dinosaur in there? I don't remember the dinosaur. <laughs> guys, I love this book. Like, guys, 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 there's a dinosaur in this. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, sorry guys, I hesitated for a second. I just need to draw attention to how shit Windows is. Um, f- please Every subscribe time. to Patreon. We need I- new stuff. So basically, the laptop that we edit on wasn't turning on. It said there were major issues and that it was sorting it out. It was doing that for a while and I was like, but are you really sorting it out Windows or do I just need to like turn it off at the mains and then restart it and then you'll all be fine? And it's like, no, no, I really need to sort this out. And you're like, mm, I don't believe you. And I've just turned off the mains and turned it back on. It's fucking fine. Of course it fucking Windows, is. why you shit? Why are you so rubbish? <clears throat> it is, honestly, it's fucking awful. Anyway, so we're about to learn a little bit, get a little bit more information on Miles. Again, it's an old-timey novel. They just don't really give much away. And then in, like, all the texts afterwards, they're like, oh, yes, it was so detailed in its description of X, Y, and Z. And you're like, it was half a sentence about the room next to it. What are you talking about? <laughs> are we reading the same fucking book? Literally. We'll get more into that later. Jesus Christ. This episode covers some stuff. Anyway. <laughs> both the children had a gentleness. It was their only fault. And it never made Miles a muff. Um, Pardon? It never made Miles a muff? Sorry, that's an amazing sentence. It never made Miles a muff, to be fair. It never made Miles a muff. That kept you know what, Katie? Do you know what your problem it? is? You're too much of a muff. I mean, I think Miles is a bit of a muff, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> I don't know what a muff is. It's my I new favourite word, though. But if I were to describe this kid, I might use the word muff. <laughs> I mean, I do know what a muff is. I'm not sure I'd use it in the context of Miles. What is muff? What is a muff? Oh, I forget. Sometimes we grew up at different times and you don't have the same <laughs> references. I think commonly for people my age, um, a muff is the name that a woman would give to her bush. Like, oh, a muff. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, well, Miles oh, is a hairy bush. <laughs> Please comment other people listening to this. Did you know it was called that? Because I thought that was I fairly like he- colloquial. I have definitely heard that. I just, it wasn't on my radar for this. Because mm. I don't look at this child and think of fannies. <laughs> well, when you were like, when I saw him, I'd think muff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? <laughs> I'll just look at him off and go, hairy bush. Right. <laughs> I mean, some of the hairstyles I see today, I do, to be fair. <laughs> You're like, really? You came in today and you thought that was the look. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> when you went to the hairdresser, did you just say mop of pubes? Like, <laughs> like literally. I thought, I recently got my hair done, guys, and for a second, Marsh, I thought you were coming for me, and I was like, I think it's quite a nice cut, actually. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, you know you said um, Ross, my boyfriend, had the same haircut as Mum the other day. Well, he no offense, hey. Ross, but you do. Katie, he is out for blood, and he saw your you. I think he, were you on a call or something? You want to see it anyway? He saw a picture of you, and he was like, 
Katie's got the same haircut as my mum. <laughs> <laughs> He's out for blood, Katie. The well, thing is, Ross, I'm a woman. You're not. Not, not that that should divulge anything. I'm just saying. Look, Ross, I walked says... behind you once to the pub with your mum. You look the same except you were taller. <laughs> Oh, he said, like, only from behind. And he was like, it's the most insulting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I take it he's not coming to my birthday drinks then. Oh, he's coming, Kate. <laughs> he's I told you he's out for play. He's coming and he's bringing the violence. He's, he's channeling he Will Smith. Smith. He's going to Will Smith you. <laughs> right across oh, the pub. It was a your mom joke. Oh man! Keeps keep my mum's hair out of your mouth. I plan to. I wasn't planning on having any. <laughs> I've heard you talking about muff. You're one fucked up individual, you. <laughs> hey man, only in the context of like I don't know eight year old boys. Uh... <laughs> Everyone in the pub like oh oh oh. 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 Mm. Anyway, well... we're not editing this. I mean, we joke. This is gonna get. So much fucking darker. It's really, honestly, when when do we take a turn? It's a little while. Uh, of the but... screw. When do we take a turn of the screw? We're, in a little while, the screw's going to take a turn, lads. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, but Miles, the muff, that, um, that kept them, how shall I express it, almost impersonal and certainly quite unpunishable. They were though, they were like those cherubs of the anecdote who had, morally at any rate, nothing to whack. What? What? As in they don't have a, a willy? What? No, am I reading that really worse? Really, really worse, great English. I think it means, like, because she says they're unpunishable. They're like little cherubs you just possibly couldn't, like, oh. and obviously it's like old time, like, you couldn't punch them, you couldn't whack them. I thought they I were mean, saying they can't even whack off because they're like... <laughs> well, I mean, I would hope not because, you know, floor is like three. And Miles like, is like, hey. And they can't even whack. I don't know why she has to be American like the show. And they can't even whack off. I don't think you should be a nanny. I'm just saying. <sighs> Mate, just, just, just you wait. That's all I can say. <laughs> She's all right. Danny's all right, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> uh, I remember feeling with Miles in his, in his special as if he had had as it were, nothing to call even an infinitesimal history. We expect of a small child scant enough and anecdotes, but there were mm. there was in this beautiful little boy something extraordinarily sensitive, yet extraordinarily happy. That, more than in any creature of his age I have seen, struck me as being anew each day. He had never for a second suffered. I mean, his parents died. <laughs> oh, and you don't know suffering! <laughs> He got expelled from school and his parents died. His old nanny died. We don't know why he got expelled yet, do we? It's just like, no. oh, he just, can he fuck off, please? Yeah, we don't know why he got expelled, but he was expelled from school, so clearly something happened. Something's gone. Yeah, he says his parents died, his old nanny died. Um, I forget. Do, what do we know about the old nanny dying at this point? Not a lot? Not a huge amount. All we know is that she's dead. Okay. And we don't so, know anything yeah. about her death either. We just know that... <laughs> we don't talk about nanny, no, 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 no. no. Or about past about trauma, nanny. apparently. Oh, I mean, that's just a rule of being British. <laughs> yeah, just, we don't talk about it. It's not very nice. Now, come along, Muff. <laughs> come along, little Muff. Um, don't, don't mind the nasty man. Don't or mind do the mind. nasty Go man. Go with him. Don't mind. 
Go with him. Oh, wait, just you fucking wait. I took this as a direct disproof of his having really been chastised. If I, um, if he had been wicked, he would have caught it and I should have caught it by the rebound. I should have found the trace, should have felt the wound and the dishonour. So she's basically saying that like, he can't be bad. He's a good little egg. Otherwise, she would like feel like bad vibes off him essentially yeah she would have felt the dishonor on his soul dishonor dishonor on you dishonor on your muff <laughs> dishonor on your sister dishonor on your nanny <laughs> and that's what she says to him as a good night story every night there you go anyway, there you go i don't trust him oh and also i don't know how else to describe it but anyone who has seen the show bly house on netflix mm. is miles not just uncanny valley Oh, like he looks like he's like a doll. Kind he just of doesn't animated. quite be human, and I don't like it. Oh my god, when they do like the play, he's fucking gross in that. Oh, I don't know. Do if you I remember, remember that? the play? No, what happens in the play? They do like on the stairs, and everyone sits in like the hallway, and he's like a puppet, or is he a puppeteer? Mm. I think he's a puppet, and he's like really kind of a little bit wooden at first, <clears> but then he's just really angry for a for a muff eight year old. Oh yeah, eight year old muff. Oh, uh, uh, chilling. Yeah. Chilling. Anyway. Chilling. As, sorry, I just want to point out, as we go, I think about things to call the episode, like little phrases that come up again. I cannot call this eight-year-old muff. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could call it Miles we'll the Muff. Miles the Muff, we can call it. Muff for Miles. Miles of Muff. muff. Let's make him a superhero. Like, what would be a superhero name? Calling on no. Muff of Miles. Miles of, <laughs> ma- like miles of muff that's what i just said you bloody gaslighter <laughs> muff splainer no mush the thing is like if, when i say it it matters so <laughs> anyway back anyway to the story so a little time later on a very rainy sunday when it is far too wet to take the children to church because you know children and wet in church um danny and mrs gross plan that they'll go to the evening service together because you know can't miss a sunday's church service it'd be terrible um but just don't want to take miles because he'll like burst into flames the second he goes to the front door like look it's a little uncomfortable he's gonna midnight mass them Uh, oh he's gonna midnight mass them that's them Look, right in the muff. We should. I should really remember the director's name because it's the same director. I'm pretty sure, or writer, or it's the same team that makes um, mm. that made Bly House and Haunting of Hill House. Murder and, Mass, um, which is actually called Midnight Mass, but it's Murder Mass. So it's Murder Mass. Go watch them all. Hill House is the best. Then, then Bly then House. Then Bly House. Then Bly House. Yeah. And then yeah. it's Murder Mass. Then Murder Mass. Murder Mass gets very monologue-y. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hill you, House is watch- god tier. Yeah, Hill, Hill House is great. Mind you, I'm rewatching it now. They do still love a monologue. Oh, they do, but um, they're but good. They are best, they, <laughs> they are better monologue. They're not just being like, what is the concept of death? To me, death mm. is light and stars and trees. Stars. And you're like, okay. <laughs> anyway. Right. All right. Instead, in um, Hill House, he's like, and those terrible screaming memes. Yeah, Hill House is chilling. Do you wake them up, wouldn't you, from those terrible screaming I would. Yeah, Back to this would. story. So good. Anyway, so good, guys. Go watch it. Um, so yeah, uh, Danny and Grace are going to go to the evening service, and uh, Danny goes into like. <laughs> Sorry, I know we say it all the time, but it's so unfortunate. Danny and Grace. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible. She's name. a nice lady. 
Well, sure. <laughs> anyway, um, so Danny um goes into goes to go get a pair of gloves from the other room, and as she goes in, Danny gets a fright. <clears throat> there was a Sunday to get on, um, as in move on with the story because she spent the last seventeen fucking pages ranting about fucking Miles and his muff. Oh. <laughs> When it rained with such force and for so many hours that there could be no procession to church, and in consequence of which, as the day declined, I had arranged with Mrs. Crowe that, should the evening show improvement, we would attend together the late service. I remembered a pair of gloves that had required three stitches and that had received them. Again, these details. We really <laughs> need them to progress the story. That had required three sti- stitches and yet it had received it. The morrow, yeah, it and it was like, done. <laughs> you sewed some gloves up so they were in the other room, sunshine. I like yeah. how I point out all the faults in the writing and over details, but I still include them in the episode yeah, because they're funny. <laughs> <clears throat> so, she, anyway, she goes into the room. The gloves had been dropped there. I turned in to recover them. The day was grey enough, but the afternoon light still lingered, and it enabled me, on crossing the threshold, not only to recognise on a chair near the window, near the wide window, then closed, the articles I wanted, but to become aware of a person on the other side of the Ugh. window and looking straight in. Okay, I have to know: is this first story ground floor? Second? Story? It's it's ground floor. I don't give a shit then. <laughs> This is why nah. you report strange men without hats. This is why you report them. One step into the room had sufficed. My vision was instantaneous. It was all there. The person looking straight in was the person who had already appeared to me. So yep. we've come back. Strange man in hat. Also, I love it. My vision was instantaneous. Like, I saw and I saw. <laughs> I saw him. I did see him. <laughs> yeah. When my eyes looked at him, I saw him. Really? Oh. Wow. Cool. The fucking cryptic language of this, mate. Sorry, this is literally like upping your word count, isn't it? If you stripped that back, would this literally be 50 pages? The thing is, it's already like... I know it's a scant, but a novella, if you will. It's a novella. It's 131 and a quarter pages. (laughs) And he felt the need to bulk it out. (laughs) Someone's been offered, like, you know, an advance or a paycheck if they do a little novella, haven't they? Like, sure. You know, um, in Bly House, and they have like the weird episodes where it's just like weird time jumps and stuff, and like the yeah. timeline doesn't match up. Obviously, like, I mean, there's none of that really in here so far. Mm. Um, I'm like, we're well, just trying to fill it because you tried to make ten ep- ten hours out of this. <laughs> well, they're like, well, you try it. We can't all be putting about muff, can we? I mean, they have a point. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, yeah, she's seen the figure again. What would you do if you just... What would you actually do, though, if you were just strolling into a room and saw someone looking, not even just, like, standing at the window, but looking in at you? I'd vomit. I know exactly what I'd do, because it happened to me once, and my legs collapsed out from underneath me, and the person outside collapsed as well, because it was my reflection. Fucking <laughs> 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 It's actually happened twice. The second time, though, was scary. At my friend's house, she had, like, a full-length mirror no. but she didn't have anywhere to put it so she had it no. leant up against the window and then we closed the curtains around it no. so I opened the curtains to my face <laughs> and yeah felt. so now I know every time I fall because it's happened twice and my legs have just like gone so yeah I know well, how least, I'd react well at least in a murder situation at least I'm at least I'm gonna be okay if I'm with uh, you. you don't know how you're gonna react this is true <laughs> no I do know how I'm going to react it's going to be do you remember when um, I have a dressmaker's mannequin at my parents house and uh, one time 
<laughs> Marsha dressed up so it looked like a person and left it yeah, in my room. And so I opened the door and just saw it. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm just going to go really, really deep and go. Oh my god! Oh my, oh my god! And, uh, the thing is, do you remember? I feel you put your hand out towards me a little bit. See, maybe you were looking for the support of me, and I was fairly like solid then because I knew what it was. But in the real situation, I would have collapsed. In which case, then you'd be on your own, mate. Just like, oh, I don't know what's worse, being on the floor or being faced with it. <laughs> One time, me and Ross went to like a zombie um, simulation event thingy. Um, and um, at the beginning, you're kind of like filling in the forms to say like, yeah, you can kill me. I don't really mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't worry fair. about it, mate. And um, we were filling them in and then like the kind of zombies like break into that area and you all have to run. And in that moment, um, so Ross was on my right where the zombies were like coming from that direction and there was a stranger on my left and I grabbed the stranger and I was like, that was a weird reaction. And then I looked back at it and I was like, oh no, I grabbed him and pushed him behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Take him, not me. Take the little one. (laughs) So I was like, you think you'd grab Ross? So like, Oh no. <laughs> See, it's the closest thing I've had, and it wasn't like, it didn't make me jump or anything. I was in like one of those um, horror mazes, and it's mm. one of the, it was the, one of the good ones where they like split you up and send you in different directions. Like it's an actual maze, and they, they'll yeah. grab you and throw you, like, obviously not beat you, but like, you know, push you <laughs> They're down. They're not Will Smith. <laughs> They're not Will Smith. <laughs> um, but you know, they'll like push you down different corridors or like chase you yeah. with like, obviously not sharp machetes and stuff but you know it was like yeah. quite interactive um and i i just loved it i had the best time i thought it was really fun um mm. but i remember like bumping into this lady and i wasn't with her but she was fucking shitting herself so i was like come <laughs> on lady he will get you through i just thought we keep making will smith jokes i bet it's a thing like in a few days like and everyone was making jokes when he was having like a mental breakdown on stage look it was funny at the moment <laughs> look I mean, I don't know if it was funny. I think it was it was shameful. Don't slap mm. people in the fucking face. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> get your goddamn... Ma- ma- get my goddamn Get your wife. mouth out of my wife. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> it just irritates me. Get my wife's name out of your mouth. It's like, okay, so you're not going to call her by her name. It's my wife. Like, so fucking mm. property. Like, okay. You're not it was very alpha male. It was very oh. alpha male. Very toxic masculinity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is Will from Fresh Prince wouldn't have reacted like that. He wouldn't. But I will say this. It, the still of um, just after Will Smith has slapped him. Will Smith's posture and form. I mean, like, that is a stylish <laughs> slap. <laughs> Huzzah! It literally is yeah. like that. that's, the, that's the only thing that makes me question, like, is this fake? Because what a posture! <laughs> I mean, he's done. He's probably slapped people in films before, and uh, he knows how to do yeah. it with style. I will also add, just while we're on the subject of Will Smith, that um, Chris Rock's joke was not funny. No, it wasn't. And uh, Jada deserves to better. The point that it, it actually not just that it was obviously offensive and a cheap joke, but it also wasn't actually funny to the point that me and Katie had to like. So I don't actually get what. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like... I mean, I admit I didn't really know who GI Jane was, but um, nah. I thought I thought they were talking about Calamity Jane. Mm-hmm. I mm. thought, and when I saw G.I. Jane, this did kind of ring a bell, um, but I thought G.I. Jane was about Jane from Tarzan, but she got, like, badass. <laughs> like, you know, she's, like, living on the island, and Tarzan's like, oh, do you need a hand with my muscles? She's like, fuck off, no, I'm G.I. Jane. I've got this. <laughs> I mean, that would be better. I mean, that's a movie. 
You want a movie, guys? There's your movie. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, back to the story. Yes. <clears throat> um, so as you can imagine, after Danny sees this fucking sight and a half, mm. she fucking flips. But she realizes something rather ominous. Some... Apart from the terrifying madness. <laughs> There's something not right about this that my eyes have instantly seen. Oh, what is it? It's going to take me at least a page and a half to get there. But what is it? Let me ruminate on this a while. Hmm. Something, however, happened this time that had not happened before. His stare into my face through the glass and across the room... I like how they have to clarify, and across the room, like, well, we didn't think you were fucking standing at the fucking window. <laughs> Through the glass, and across the room. <laughs> and across the carpet, the... which was red, and also had white And into spots. my eyes, like, which are in my head. Literally, and on my face, and I have hair. Like, okay. <laughs> I inherited Lit- them from my mother. Oh, that is literally how this book is written, though. Um, uh, Through the glass, and across the room, was hmm. as deep... So his stare was as deep and as hard as then, but it quitted for um, me for a moment, during which I could still watch it, see it fix successively several other things. On the spot there came to me the added shock of a certitude that it was not for me he had come. He had come for someone else. Sorry, so is he like kind of like looking, he's seen her and being like, all right, Babs, and he's kind of looking around the room like, it's not you I'm here for. Yeah, he's, where, having, where? A, he's having a nosy. Yeah. Why do they have to write like that? <laughs> like that does sound quite scary. It's so convoluted. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I get you know, like the idea is like there's an intruder. Oh, and then being like, they don't want even. I mean, I think I'd almost actually. I'm quite selfish. I'd be quite scared. I'd be more scared if they wanted me. You know, if they pushed me out of the <laughs> yes, way, like I'm not here like, for you. Okay, Ralph in Lord of the Flies. Like, God, I hope it prefers the tastes of little ones. <laughs> God, I hope it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> You as well were Amy and Little Women when I was like, oh, you'd feel so good giving your Christmas breakfast to like people that are hungry. You'd be like fuck buzzing off. high on life. And you're like, fuck off, I want my breakfast. Look, I'm not saying I wouldn't give them the food. Of course I would. <laughs> but I don't see why I have to be happy about it. You'd feel so good. I'm going to make you give away your Christmas breakfast to the needy one. Year. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to take you down to crisis. We're going to volunteer at Christmas. And I'm not volunteering. You're going to be grateful. I don't have, look, I'm not, I'm not saying I won't do it. I'm just saying I don't have to be happy about it. You ought to be happy. You you feel good. I want, sounds got, like a mistake to me. It doesn't sound like a mistake. It sounds like a lovely and very kind thing to do. I just know myself and now I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> I must have told you about, I think I must have told it in the Amy time, when I like got myself a load of um, cardboard boxes oh, to pack yeah. up for uni. And then a homeless person was like, oh, do you need those? Like, I could really use them for a bed. And I'm like, well, of course you can fucking have them. But it was quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, being homeless is 100 times worse. And I'm glad in that respect that I gave them to him because obviously he needs them more than I do. And I'm glad he has them. I'm just saying, but now I have no boxes. realistically, it was a bit annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm not saying I'm not going to do the nice things. I'll do the nice thing. Just have to be happy just about I, it. I don't have to feel good about it. <laughs> saying honestly, I need. I would have liked those boxes. <laughs> just being honest. Just being honest. Fair it's all it is. And I like having <laughs> breakfast. And if I've got a decent time, and if I've got an attached to that breakfast, 
they had they've been plating it up for ages waiting for marmy to get home yeah and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like you know they have sausages in the cup in the fridge for every day you know it wasn't even like that it was like they had bread and butter for the rest of the day and i think weirdly didn't they have ice cream later oh but i think the old man sent that round because he saw they gave away their breakfast yeah Mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, they, did they have other food? Did they go hungry? I like we've gone back. They to had like basic stuff. I think they had like bread and butter, and they would have nice food again. They could afford it, but like yeah, they they'd splashed out on the breakfast. Again, I mean, like yeah, I would do it. I'm just saying, like I like they wouldn't go hungry. They just no. wouldn't have the really fancy food. But just you know what it's like when you've been visualizing that snack all day, and you get home and someone else is eating it. It hurts. <laughs> you formed an attachment right anyway we're gonna go back to the story <laughs> the one time i say i'm not editing it like more tangents than normal you know what um i realize they're much more successful than us but my favorite murder don't even start the episode until 45 minutes through people can deal true true that true uh do you like the tangents let us know <laughs> <laughs> they've already skipped to the end mate. <laughs> skipped to the good bit they they oh, sorry i'm sorry guys but they do that in my favorite murder they're like and welcome back skippers yeah i mean not gonna lie i'd skip through as well it's kind yeah. of boring. anyway i mean i wouldn't skip through i love listening to people just chat shit <laughs> story story following this a scary realization danny runs out to catch him um uh, the nerve of this last though, outstanding. Can you can you imagine seeing a, a stranger like ominously, threateningly standing, looking into your window? Of, like you know, they're not there by accident. They are there for a reason, and they're staring in and running out, being like, "You want me? What the fuck you want?" Actually, I know I said my legs fell out from underneath me, but I was a lot younger then. I think I'm much more likely to do that now. I'm like, you think you're going to come around here and intimidate me and these little kiddies? Like, fuck you up! I think my... I don't, obviously don't know. It's never happened. But I do think my reaction would just to be to go and get a really big knife and just stand in the window like, you're going to want to fuck off. <laughs> like, I don't want to use it, but I will. <laughs> don't mess, mate. Don't mess. That's, I mean, like... Obviously, I don't really plan on breaking into people's houses, but if someone just sort of like saw me and I was like, ah, then they came back with a knife, like, I would leave. Like, Yeah, I mean, I would. But um, What if they suddenly I... pulled out a bigger knife? <laughs> I was about to say, if you're peeping in people's windows, I don't think you're the sanest person. Sorry, this just reminded me when I was like a teenager, my boyfriend's friend at the time, they just had this video of him walking past the house where they were having like a house party. And the window was open because it was like, summer and he just shoved his head in and just like shouted something really random and then ran away but how much would you shit and this man's head coming through your window and be like running off into have the i not told you about the time so in our in our old house we had like you know when you're a kid and you have the the office the computer room where the family computer is Sorry, just revealed how fucking privileged we are. You know when you have the computer room? You know when you have the separate computer room? I I live in Surrey, guys. Leave me alone. I used to go horse riding. (laughs) But anyway. She nearly got trampled by a horse once and you got quite injured. So, you know, you got some comeuppance. I did get some comeuppance. It's all good. It's all good. All good things. All good things. Um, But anyway, I was in the computer room in the office and um, it, like, led out onto the driveway. And so I was in there, like, I don't know. Getting less and less relatable with everyone. 
So it was on like MSN or whatever. There you go. Yeah. That's the relatability. And yeah. my dad saw me in there, realised I hadn't seen him. So and the window was open because it was summer and he just stuck his hand in. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. It was horrific. I was like, oh. oh. It's funny though. Okay. I'm sorry. This is just going to be a tangenty episode. But do you remember the one dad pulled on me when I went in the shop? This was the best. Guys, okay. I, I apologise for the tangents, but this is a very important story. So I used to work for my dad and he had a shop. And in the back of the shop was the office. I was in there on the computer and it was really quiet. No one was really coming in. And I heard my dad walking up to the office and I had my back to the door and I just ripped off the biggest fart. And then my dad behind me, I just heard him go, and this is my lovely daughter, Marsh. You've killed her, guys. Wow. Wow. Um, anyway. <laughs> this a mess. But obviously turned around. There was no one there. It was just my dad. But like, touche, father. Touche. Well played, old man. Well played. <laughs> Katie, we've got to prank him so hard when we go down at Easter. He deserves it. We tried to prank him. When? We, like how I said how Marsha set the um, dressmaker's dummy up for me, we set I it did up that. for my it dad. Was only with my effort. We need to join forces. Okay, well, he didn't oh, we even did get mum and dad with that really weird one. That would only work for them, the dead sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so, my parents, I mean, much like many a spooky bitch out there, um, love creepy shit. And that's why this is probably so morbid. But we went for a walk with them and we looked into this river and we were like, and my dad loves to tell the story about when you go on a certain walk with him up the river, he's like, I found a dead sheep dog in there once. It's his favourite story. Yeah, dead sheep dog, yeah. And um, so we felt we're at this bit of river and like Marsha looked over and she was like, oh, there's a dead sheep in the river. And my parents go, oh, and all, all, all shuffle over to come and have a look. They run and have a look. My boyfriend's like, I don't want to see that. Like, turns away. You've missed out the best bit, though. You and your boyfriend were at the river with me. And I was like, pretend there's a dead sheep in the river. And your boyfriend was like, why? And I was like, just go with it. And afterwards, he was like, to be fair, that was brilliant. (laughs) He's come running over to the river. Let's see it. Let's see the dead sheep then. There is no dead sheep. You're just weird and morbid. (laughs) Repeating it back, people are like, that's not that funny. It was funny to when you were there. It's the best time I've actually managed to prank them. If you don't think that's funny, then get a sense of humour. Are you the type of person who would not want to see the dead sheep? Or would you want to see the dead sheep? I'd want to see the dead sheep. Are you team no dead sheep or team dead sheep? I'm team <laughs> yeah. dead sheep. Yeah, I mean, I don't want a sheep to die. But I don't want a sheep to die. There. Yeah, if the sheep can live, I obviously, obviously choose that. If there's a yeah. dead sheep, I want to have a look. I'll have a, I'll have a sneaky look. I'll have a look. You know, oh, it's exciting. Anyway. <laughs> so Danny goes running outside to see this guy. Once outside, he is nowhere to be seen. She looks in through the window. <laughs> Sorry, this is just funny. So she looks yeah. in the window that he had looked through to see that Mrs. Gross has now come into the room. And she's like, 
Danny is just stood at the window like, ah, <laughs> like proper scream picture. Yeah. Um, so obviously Mrs. Gross is like, ah. <laughs> so Danny got Mrs. Weird. Gross in the exact same way. Yeah. The mystery man, however, was gone. So oh. Mrs. Gross jumps at the sight of Danny staring in through the window and rushes out to meet her. You're as Fair white enough. as a sheet. You look awful. Savage. Thanks. Um, I considered I could meet I could meet on this without scruple, any degree of innocence. My need to respect the bloom of Mrs. Gross's had dropped without a rustle from my shoulders, and if and if I wavered for the instant, if it was not what I had kept back. Jesus. What? Hi. <laughs> without a rustle from my shoulders, and if I wavered for the instant, it was not what I had put it. God, this is hard. I wavered for the instant. It was not with what I kept back. I put out my hand to her and she took it. I held her hard a little, liking Mm. to feel her close to me. There was a kind of support in the shy heave of her surprise. You came for me for church, of course, but I can't go. Has anything happened? Sorry, that was Danny saying that, and then Mrs. Gross saying, Has anything happened? Yes, you must know now. Do I look yeah. very queer? I mean, <laughs> you just went on So about. she's got, like, something to say. She's like, and how do I look? Well, also, I mean, you know, do I look very queer? Well, I mean, you did just make a big thing about holding my hand and like, yeah, really liking so. it, so a little. A little bit? I mean, no, it's all right. no shame, you know, it's all good, mate, aren't I? I was um, vibing. <laughs> I thought it was very nice, actually. <laughs> um, well, um, well, I said, I've been frightened. Mrs. Gross's oh. eyes expressed plainly that she had no wish to be, yet also that she knew too well her place not to be ready to share with me any marked inconvenience. Can you imagine that? I don't want to fucking know. But go on, then. Like, but I'm going to have to because servitude. Great. Servitude. Great. Oh, it was quite settled that she must share. Just what you saw from the dining room a minute ago was the effect of that. What I saw just before was much worse. Her hand tightened. <laughs> you were scared to see my face. Try being me. I saw a fucking man's face. I saw a man. a man. Her hand tightened. What was it? An extraordinary man looking Ooh. in. What extraordinary man? I haven't the least idea. Mrs. Gross's eye, um, Mrs. Gross gazed round us in vain. Then where is he gone? I know still less. <laughs> Weird way of putting it. Like, do you have to speak so, like that? Also, I know still less. That's uh, not I don't know or I know nothing. You know something. Yeah. Also, <laughs> can you imagine this moment like, dude, there is a strange man on the loose in the grounds. We don't know what his deal is and you want to speak in fucking cryptic tongues? Like, we need mm-hmm. to get information now. <laughs> we need to get moving. There are children in the house. There are children at stake. Do not understand <laughs> the simple basic foundations of safeguarding. God. Clearly not. Someone's not done their training. Someone is behind on their training. I give them an Ofsted review of zero. <laughs> We're not come again. We're not coming back. Have you seen him before? Yes, once. On the old tower. She could only look at me harder. Do you mean Sorry. he's a stranger? Oh, very much. Yet you didn't tell me. No. For reasons. But now that you've guessed. Does she literally say for reasons? For reasons. 
You fucking sh- piece of shit. What do you mean for reasons? Followed by this. But now that you've guessed, honey, I didn't guess fucking jack shit. I walked in on you having a meltdown over yeah, it. Yeah, literally. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Mrs. Gross's round eyes encountered this change. Ah, I haven't guessed, she said very simply. Yeah. How can I if you don't imagine? Hmm? <laughs> no, you must imagine the things for me to guess. What? What? Are we in Alice in Wonderland? What? Yeah, every now and then I'm like, I don't get this. And then they say something like that. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Anyway, I don't in the very least. You've seen him nowhere but on the tower. And on this spot just now. Mrs. Mm -hmm. Gross looked round again. What was he doing on the tower? Only standing there and looking down at me. Yeah, very you look down at me, the piece of shit. I think we've established you're the piece of shit, Danny. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and it's also just very important to, you know, chat shit about them because it's funny. So, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, moving on with the cryptic talk. Um, so, um, it's a little bit like... Um, hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. See the cogs going in <laughs> Katie's head. <laughs> So yeah, Mrs. Gross is trying to basically prioritise this and basically being like, look, I realise you're having a breakdown, but we need to get the facts out because there are children's lives in danger. Yeah, Mrs. Like Gross has think... got a fucking head screwed on. No, she doesn't. This is my input. Oh. Mrs. Gross oh. is just like, the fuck is going on? I mean, she... Just wait. Mrs. Gross is... Pe- it's, it's coming with Mrs. Gross. <laughs> How long was he here? Till I came out. I came to meet him. Mrs. Gross at last turned round and there was still... Uh, and there was still more in her face. I couldn't have come out. Neither could I, I laughed. But I did. I've cu- I've got my duty. So have I'm I mine. I'm coming now. <laughs> I'm coming. I just like the um the human- humanity of it being like, I came out here to meet him. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, no, neither would I. But I, no, was really. I just did it on the spur of the moment. What am I like? <laughs> well, I didn't even really think about it until I was out. And I was like, oh, stupid idea. That's a stupid idea. I don't even get paid enough to look after these kids. Oh, well, here we yeah. are. I don't really give a shit if they live or die. I'm it's a bit of a muff anyway. Um, what's he like? I've been dying to tell you. Then why didn't you? But he's like, nobody. Nobody? She echoed. He has no hat. <laughs> I couldn't possibly imagine a man without a hat. I mean, once you notice they haven't got a hat, there's not much more you can observe. It's just, it's the full stop after it. He has no hat. Like, well, like, well, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Like, enough said. Enough said. We, I, I, I completely understand. No worries. We are It's much like good. a policeman taking notes and like, and what, any discernible features? No hat. Put his notebook down. Right, I didn't realise that's the level of what we were dealing with. No oh. hat, you say? My God! So you mean to say he wasn't, forgive me, a gentleman? <laughs> quite, so quite. Quite, it was simply frightful. Okay, but we're, no, we're joking, but this is literally how they fucking talk. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Come on, guys, you got to get a grip. you got to get a grip. It's, it's, it's just a hat. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm going to start only considering people worthy of peoplenesshood if they have a hat after this. I was going to say that'd uh, be like a situation where someone like shows up to a family wedding or funeral or something and their hat gets blown off and they're like, <gasps> oh, it doesn't matter, you know, I've got to show up and then they'll show up like, get out, Jeffrey. And they're like, you but, don't but you know, I thought, I thought they'd want to be here. Like, you should have thought better before you showed up without a hat. 
literally, I mean, it's just the thing, though, isn't it? Like, women are thought less humanish if they're not wearing a bra or makeup. Sometimes I'm going to just do the same mm. to men now. If they don't wear mm. a hat, then I'm not going to respect them. I've decided. <laughs> Please carry this through when you stop recording and go through to your boyfriend after this. Well, he's in the house. He's allowed. They don't have to wear a hat oh. like, in their in their own home. You know, like, oh, it's in the only when they're way... outside. Yeah, in the same way that you know, your boyfriend wouldn't judge you for not wearing a bra or or, or makeup because you know you're yeah, in your homely yeah, environment. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. But however, when I go into work tomorrow, not a single one of the men is wearing a hat. Then we're gonna have right. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I shall be calling anyway. some men some muffs. Yeah. Well, I would just be ignoring them. Like no. 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 <laughs> Not until you have I've, a hat, sir. Not until you have a hat. I have to show men around tomorrow, but I will ignore well, they're them. they're not getting very far. Because I doubt they'll have hats. <laughs> what if they do? How exciting. Mm. Well, then you should um, treat them like the gentlemen they are. Yes. Anyway, Mrs. Gross pushes Danny for some more details as she tries to pin down the mystery of who this man is. Mm. I've never seen one, but I suppose... Um, but I said, but so I suppose them. He's tall, active, erect. I continued, but never. Sorry, she's oh. seen him standing in every. He, she hasn't seen him move. How the fuck does she know if he's active? It gets more intense with her fucking description of him. Just wait. <laughs> but never, no, never a gentleman. You saw him stand. What the fuck do you? I mean, admittedly, he's on your property, and that's quite ungentlemanly. But still, and he was erect to be fair. <laughs> He was a wreck staring at the window, to be fair. That is that is quite inappropriate. Yeah. You, you've yeah, got a yeah. point. We, we, we'll, we'll have we'll a word. Have, yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite intimidating. That's quite intimidating. That's what the Yorkshire Ripper did. Is it? No, sorry, the Boston Strangler. Strangler. I mean... The strangular. Strangular. Dracula the Strangler. Yeah, he went up to... There was this whole... St- Sorry, we've become a true crime podcast. There was a case, and it was, like, a young, like, nurse in training. Mm. And she kept seeing this guy, like, hanging around her house. And, like, one time... And, like, I think she spoke to him a little bit because he clearly had, like, some, prob- like, mental health situations. So she was trying to be nice yeah. to him. And um, he kept, like, being... And, you know, he kind of like, oh, where do you live? And stuff. And she was, she was quite sensible. She was like, I live, you know far away down there like quite vague mm. um but then she'd like see him like hanging out on her street and stuff be like oh, that's a bit creepy mm. and one day he um one day he knocked and was like um oh that, no sorry this was it he was like i'm a model scout can i come in and take your measurements and, no. well this is the thing she kind of said yeah and then he came in and was sort of being weird and um so she was like just so you know my um roommate she's uh in the next room she's just taking a nap but she's in the next room over i hope that's okay and he was like yeah. oh oh okay and left like quite sharpishly um but then like a little while later he came back rang the door and she opened it and he was just stood there having a wank and so she was like okay and closed the door like that was weird that was strange (laughs) and uh then he like cried at the door being like i have problems with my mother and she's like don't care you just wanked on my doorstep mate like i don't give a shit sorry sounds a lot like your problem like, that sounds like something for you to bring up with your therapist i understand it's very hard to get hold of mental health services but also again that is not my problem but wait, also it's like i'm sorry like whatever you've gone through you can't go wanking on strangers doorsteps <laughs> like no. that is just a rule like yeah, i'm sorry you've gone through shit but you can't be doing that you can't yeah, do that that's... 
that's just the basic rules, mate. No, that is that is just one of those rules that you just you just can't do that. <laughs> it's just it's just not okay. It's, you know what? If you had a hat and you were a gentleman, you wouldn't do that. So yeah, exactly. So should have known. If you want to be doing stuff like that, you gotta get a hat. It's just rules. Yeah. I don't make the rules, <laughs> mate. It's just how it is. But at least you're a gentleman while you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. That's just how it is. So you know what I do. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, never, no, never a gentleman. My companion's face had blanched as I went on. Her round eyes started and her mild mouth gaped. A gentleman? She gaped, confounded, stupefied. A gentleman? So your mouth doesn't sound very gapey, Katie. A gentleman? A gentleman? A gentleman? <laughs> you know him then? Does she? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so, so that's how I gentleman. respond. Is he not a gentleman? Oh, you know him. What? Yeah. Oh, not a gentleman. Oh, you clearly know the one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know the not gentleman. Well, you know what? Everyone knows the not gentleman because, well, he's not a gentleman. She does know the not gentleman. Yeah, she fucking does. She visibly tried to hold herself in. But he is handsome. <laughs> Who says that? Danny or Mrs. Gross? Mrs. Gross. She's hard. Oh, all right, Mrs. Gross. I Was saw he fit the, though? I saw the way I, I, I saw the way to help her remarkably. Ooh. And dressed in somebody else's clothes. They're smart, but they're not his own. How the fuck would you know that? You saw him standing for five seconds. Is it like his clothes were quite nice clearly not his own literally like, but it's like as if you fucking well he didn't have a hat so he didn't have a hat to... his ensemble wasn't finished he clearly had no idea what he was doing apparently so but jesus as if you fucking know <laughs> um she broke into a breathless affirmative groan <laughs> they're the masters i caught it up <laughs> you do know him she faltered but a second quint she cried quint Peter Quint, his own man, his valet, when he was here, when the master was here, gaping still but meeting me, she pieced it all together. He never wore a hat, but he did wear, well, they were the waistcoats, missed, they were both here last year, they were the, then when the master went and Quint was alone. I followed, but haltingly, a little, uh, uh, alone, alone with us, then, as from a deeper depth, in charge, she added. And Ooh. what became of him? She hung fire so long that I was still more mystified. He went too, she brought out at last. Went where? Her, her expression at this became extraordinary. God knows where. He died. Ooh. Died! I almost shrieked. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> she seemed fairly to square herself, plant herself more firmly to express the wonder of it. Yes, Mr. Quint is dead. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, but he's walking Ooh. around the place without a hat. How can he do that if he's dead? Ooh. Ooh. How can he do that if he's dead? Ooh. I just love the died. I almost think died. <laughs> died. Sorry, I like because I like, it would have actually been more suspenseful. Did I say that right? Suspenseful to end it like he, he he's dead or like he died and then just end it there. But it's much more realistic. Like died, he died, he died. Eyes crossed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Danny was really cool about the whole thing. Really um, cool. I'm very to be fair. How fucking cool would we 
me if they were like I was like I saw this guy like come to like the door and stuff he looked like this like that guy died last year no no sorry guys I just want to say because we're reaching an hour so we're gonna have to wrap up soon I realize I've been alluding to shit going the fuck down a little bit later on with um, Mrs Mm. Gross and stuff and it really does but we're going to have to save it till next week so I'm sorry Mm. for the cliffhanger but it's worth coming back for I promise hopefully I will have time to edit next week we won't record so late so we'll get more content in honestly I mean I I think this episode's been great but I just want to say Talking about creepy stuff and, you know, if you, you describe someone and then they were like, I know that person, they're dead. Um, yeah. So, uh, this made me want to be sick. I don't believe in ghosts. I'd like to keep it that way. Um, <laughs> but so, I think I told you about it. There was a bit in an episode of Red Handed where when they do the haunted ones, Red Haunted, which is yeah. like a podcast that I really like if you guys are listening. Ah, oh, pluggers. <laughs> um, anyway, and there was like a bit where they like, they did this whole thing where this person was in a house. They're all meant to be like true stories. Um, and they had like a... They kept, they said they kept seeing like a little girl ghost at night. And so they mm. set up their their phone to like record when they're in their sleep and supposedly with headphones tied up really high you can hear a little girl ghost whisper in the recording that they played what's that because she looks at the phone she's like what's that grace and so i was listening to it like a while ago with headphones in and my boyfriend came and he was like what are you doing it's like so all i said to him was like apparently this is like i didn't tell him anything about the little girl ghost all i said was like apparently you can hear like a ghost at the end of this like bit of audio clip and i'm trying to hear it but i can't hear anything um, and he was like, okay, let me have a listen. My boyfriend does not believe in ghosts in the slightest. And he was very unconvinced by this, but um, ghosts are real. So <laughs> um, so anyway, I gave him the headphones and everything and he played it and he listened to it once. And he went, oh yeah, sounds like a little girl saying, what's that? And I was like, yeah, you can hear it. I heard the little girl as well on that. I, I had didn't. to jack it really loud, but yeah. I had it on full volume. I couldn't hear anything, but yeah. The first thing he was like, oh, yeah, it sounds like a little girl saying, what's that? And I was like, that's disgusting. That's fucking mm. disgusting. And I was like, shut up. No. And he was like, what? And you I was like, You haven't no. got second sight, Katie. I don't. And I'm, James. I'm okay with that. It's fine. <laughs> Did I tell you? Uh, we'll go more into this next week. But um, a in, in the biggest inverted commas you can imagine, a psychic came into the um, bra shop and said I had good energy and should contact the London School of Psychics because... And then um, I said about some of the stuff that went down at Bodmin Jail, and then she seemed a little bit intimidated. Because <laughs> like then I looked into it, and you get regular psychics, and then that you get people like mediums, and mediums are like the next level up. <laughs> I think you were going to say you get regular psychics, and then you get people like me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I don't believe either. I just heard some shit one time. We'll go into it another time if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you'd like. Um... Imagine if we could do an exclusive at Bobman Jail. Oh my god, we have to do some kind of recording at Bobman Jail. We have to. Guys, if you want us to do a recording at Bodman Jail in a couple of weeks, I don't know, tell us. Just put the good vibes out. I'll pick them up, guys. <laughs> Marshall, get it. Don't worry. No, actually, like, send us messages and stuff because I can't read jack shit, apparently. <laughs> we'll do it. All right, guys, got to wrap it up. If you'd like what you've heard, check us out on socials. If you really like what you've heard, check us out on Patreon. We love the support. We could really do with a new laptop. <laughs> we could, otherwise, we're yeah, a long way we're going to have a lot more episodes like this because we won't be able to edit them. <laughs> but yeah, we'll catch up with you next time where hopefully I'll have enough time to edit it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
for fuck's sake. Bye.